0: You're listening to not another origin story, the book Movie Podcast. I'm your host Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Ben Chapman. Pogues, I am excited to be here. God damn it, we're doing another mini episode. We just can't be stopped. I mean, it, it, it's fascinating. We, we, we wish received, someone would stop us, but they will. Not. We, 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 we've wished on uh, 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 through a genie for this to stop. You know, we've been asked to stop by several federal agencies. Um including the FDA, which is just confusing, and uh uh tobacco arm, tobacco and firearms and they have a third thing, don't they? Jet skis, I <laughs> Yeah, see? I don't like uh, yeah. the tobacco <laughs> firearms fireworks. Let's, let's say fireworks. It's weird it's weird that a, a federal agency has a question mark on their <laughs> <point of view. laughs> Who are you guys with? Oh, we're with the ATF question mark? <laughs> But uh, despite all the subpoenas, uh, pleadings, uh, uh, expired fruit thrown at my door, I'm here and ready to rock. Joke's on them. He loves expired fruit. Also, did just like pop a can? That was a seltzer, baby. <laughs> oh, okay. We're a teetotaling podcast. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I was like, it's like, what's he like, trying to like pop open a cold one? It's like, what is it? Oh, it's just, I just opened a Coke. I'm not even going to drink it. Uh, but we're fresh off an episode of doing, boy, some of that, um, it's still, p- people probably still don't believe is real. I recall, uh, mentioning to my wife that we, she's like, oh, what's the new movie you're doing? And I said, Term Life <laughs> with Vince Fox. And she was like, oh, you want to get said, insurance? And you're like, no, no. She said, oh, Hold on, Ben. You had a brief seizure there. You just said a bunch of gibberish. Could you try again? <laughs> Vince Vaughn in the worst haircut I've ever seen. <laughs> I like the said in the announcer voice. Vince Vaughn in the worst, worst haircut, haircut you have ever seen. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shit. Haley Steinfeld doing something she'll regret. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld putting in work so she could be in other better things later bill paxton he deserved better how was this in like the last five movies he ever made jonathan banks better call your agent because he sucks that was so long terrence how i'm not even gonna finish his name because he wasn't in the movie long enough terrence howard god why did i turn down that pay cut for the mcu J- J- john favreau colon, noted fictional pervert yes. is here in this movie <laughs> he said i know i've made beloved movies and television shows how can i ruin my image oh i'll be the guy I- who tells people the age of consent i've got three lines and two of them are specifying age of consent <laughs> <laughs> all Being of them iPhone. are gross oh, boy but um we're stepping away because uh, from this, this land of weird, sometimes uh, obscure indie comics that no one's read, or sometimes a, a French comic that a director said, I can do that, I can turn that into something incredible, and then they make jujitsu. Um, we're stepping away from that, <laughs> that stinking pile of, of, of garbage world, and heading back over into the embracing arms of the major studios pokes that's right because because there are holes for a comic book podcast that is count them 174 episodes deep uh we have not covered some mainstays in most of the marvel universe and just a couple here in the dc universe now in our in all fairness some of these movies came out while we were doing this podcast Actually, a lot of the movies we're behind on came out while we were doing the podcast. Right. So we it, picked the worst degree... topic ever because it's never going to stop. And that's just like our friendship. Yeah, thank God. Um, that's, that's the only, <laughs> like, upbeat <laughs> side. Uh, Pogues and I have probably brought this up maybe about, like, I would say conservatively 30 to 40 different <laughs> uh, preliminary uh, miniso talks. Oh, since we, it came we, out, it comes up like at made least the list. once to twice a month. <laughs> And I put my fist down and I said, Pogues, we're doing Captain Marvel or a different movie you can think of is fine. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that or I don't know, maybe Eternals, trying to see if I could buy one more episode. <laughs> nope, it's not happening. We're doing Captain Marvel, a, a-, a movie that has. Uh, for all purposes, been forgotten by the MCU. They don't reference a lot of things that happened in it. Um, the character appeared in Endgame, so that was significant. But other than that, uh, people just don't mention it. Uh, it doesn't come up that much. Uh, yeah, it I think had... it's because like when they brought her back in uh, Endgame, when she like starts beating up <laughs> Thanos while he has the Infinity Gauntlet, you're just like. Wait, why did we need the Avengers? <laughs> like, this movie <woman> could have <laughs> just showed up the first time and killed him before he got all of them, and this wouldn't have been a problem. What was she doing, like, over the ten years he was trying to get those stones? It is difficult to introduce a floating space god and try and work work the script around Yeah, it's very much what I always refer to as, like, uh, the Superman problem, which is, like, you've created a person who's, for all intents and purposes, a god, it's really hard to wonder why I need anyone else. Like, does Batman need to be around? Just let Superman punch Joker's head into the stratosphere and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, folks, um, I don't think we'll be setting any records uh, or, or making any kind of headlines in the podcast, especially the comic book podcast world, having a kind of meh take to Captain Marvel uh, in this minisode because many have done it before us. So uh, I prepared... A little content for this <gasps> this this week's mini sode. it's another game oh, yeah i'll add sound effects later he said knowing he wouldn't i rotate through a series of game themes uh including um uh christian moms disapprove which is where i pull uh, I pull content warnings from a Christian mom's website about movies and see if folks can reverse engineer the movie Those are also uh, just a joy in general You've made it so sometimes now when I watch a movie <laughs> I'll go and look up like I wonder what Christian moms thought of this just because it's like the weirdest shit It's <laughs> not just like oh there's a lot of profanity but, Like there's a scene uh, where you can see a tampon in the background <laughs> You're like <"This>, what? What? <laughs> I've used our own content in Guess the Outro, where I pulled outros from our various episodes to see if you could recall why one of us said that. (laughs) This is how bad I am. I can't even remember the games. Um, And today's is a repeat of of an existing game theme, which uh, I have now called What Was I Thinking? What Was I Thinking? is a game in which I have pulled interview snippets from movies that, for the most part, bombed. And uh, uh, and these quotes are from actors and or directors in the film okay. that had some criticism about their own work, all right, <laughs> or thing or things that happened on set. Um, I've made a couple edits to remove names or movie titles that would be an obvious yeah. giveaway. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. All right, so I I've got two quotes for you. Okay. Um, they are from the two lead actors separately. Okay. Um, the first quote is from the lead actress, and the second quote is from the lead actor. Um, And this is a bit of a hint for you. I will put actor in quotes. (laughs) Um, That does uh, not really help like you think it would. (laughs) All right. uh, from, From the lead actress. It wasn't working on the level that it needed to work on. I felt like I was dragging this movie up a hill by myself with my teeth the whole time. All the jokes were falling flat. Comedy is a souffle. And we had amazing puppeteers. But they were the ones doing the jokes. I was like it would be great if you could get uh, if you could have an actor doing the lines so i could keep the ball in the air Uh, and the technical side of making the movie was so difficult and fraught i kept saying to them it simply doesn't work all right i think i have a guess all right fire away is it howard the duck it is howard the duck i i left puppeteers and there was a little little yeah tasty and that explains why you said actor because none of us have ever heard of the guy who played howard the duck Chip Zine, it did indeed play a uh, voice Howard the Duck in the movie uh, I'll read his a brief snippet from his quote because it's fascinating he said <laughs> on seeing a first run through he said uh-oh I-, I said to myself this looks a little weird <laughs> I called my wife and said I don't know the technology doesn't seem to be uh, the technology seems behind the times but and this is really important by my fourth day I thought that we were really making a great film I bought in, and I loved it, but as the film got closer to opening, I noticed no one was calling me, and I wasn't invited to the premiere. (laughs) He wasn't invited to the premiere? That sucks! Um, He had another anecdote that didn't fit into the game, but I have to bring it up, it's very short. Holy shit, though. He shared, having been inexplicably shunned, Zayn saw the film himself on opening day at his neighborhood theater at 83rd and Broadway, There were maybe 12 people there, he recalls, and most were young women with babies who came to see a movie that they thought was about a duck. (laughs) I ran around telling them and saying, you know, this is not a good movie for your child's age. It does get kind of scary. And they would look at me like, who the hell is this weird guy running around the theater trying to get people to leave? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Well, you got that one and go. I, I, I left a little breadcrumb. Yeah, there. yeah. Like the puppeteers to... line. Because I was like, what movie have we seen that would have had puppeteers? Comedy, souffle. You know, yeah, I mean, that was a very long, detailed... uh, uh Uh, Alright, this next one is from the director. I have a couple of quotes here. uh, They're a little chunkier than I'd like, but they're they're pretty fun. Uh, This is from the director reminiscing on the movie. Um, They needed a a new script in a hurry. When I took a look at the source material, I said, Guys, have you even read this comic book? This is not a PG-13 movie. This is R-rated material. The comic itself was filled with all of these weapons that were... Blowing blood and brains on the wall. It was horrifying. I told them I couldn't do it like this. I'm not into that sort of ugly, violent stuff. But they said, no, no, no. It has to be PG 13. Just take it and do whatever you can with it. Make weapons that don't splatter or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Fist of the North Star? No, but it's a really good guess. This is a really good guess. Um, so, continuing. So, I, I asked them, who's going to star? And they said, well, we have this actor. Or, or we have, sorry, let me just quickly edit this here. We've got this guy attached to play the lead. Oh, no. And I, and I said, that's nice, but who's going to star? And they tell me, well, we think he can do it as a star. And I said, no. No, he can't. There's a reason why they put Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin with George Clooney. It's because they knew George at the time couldn't open a movie. He barely opened that one as much as I love him. Instead, doing an Arnold impression, they needed Mr. Freeze to come out of the popularity, it bring out the popularity, get out of the way Batman. <laughs> so that, that crosses one movie off the list. Yeah. A movie he referenced. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, I ended the name out, and I and I specifically I specifically chose not to say an actor, yeah, because no, this time, I tried to think, he, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm trying to think what movie we've, we've seen where, like, the person, it was, like, their first movie. But I will point out, and I'm helping you out here, the director did know who he was, despite the fact that this was not an actor. Okay. Uh, and I have one more quote for you okay. if yeah. But you Yeah. All right. So I'm standing there, and when I heard that, I heard I, when I heard the numbers coming in, I said, holy shit. They got Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts, damn Roberts, and I got a basketball player. If, if they could do it with oh. those two, I'm screwed. It's not happening. And sure enough, that's what happened. The head of marketing department at Warner Brothers and many of his colleagues ended up getting fired immediately after the movie. <laughs> I had dinner with one of them and asked them what went wrong. They said that we thought about switching him out for Wesley Snipes, but we thought what we went with would bring in more merchandising. Uh, Steel? It is still. <laughs> if you hadn't said basketball player, I would not have gotten that. A tough one, yeah. I pulled a couple snippets. But that, that one was so fucking funny for me to read. About people getting fired? Yeah, about him being is... like, we got Shaquille. Sorry, okay, cool. But who's the lead? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's insane. <laughs> all right, I got another one. I only have one. I have two more. Um, I only have one quote from this movie, but I think it's all you need. Are all you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Then I would think about cobra snakes. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sorry. Then I would think about cobra snakes. I mean, because I used to have one, and I would like to watch it dance. Whenever it was angry, it would turn its back to me, and would have this pattern of an occult eye on its back. And it would slowly move side to side, rhythmically, and put me to sleep. And then it would attack. So, it would try to hypnotize me and attack you get it? And I thought, well, maybe my character should do that. So trying to pull all these odd ways of moving to kind of take the audience out of their reference point and make them think they're in the presence of something else. Like a cobra. I, uh, I, mean, I added a flourish to my performance at the end there to help you out. It feels like it's Nicolas Cage saying it. It is <laughs> Nicolas Cage! What is the movie he's referencing? I'm trying to th- I mean, is it one of the ghostwriters? Riders? Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Okay. Um, th- I mean, he's so weird. That- I was trying to remember. I was like, was he in another one? Because I don't remember him dancing like a cobra. Segment. This is in a segment where he was talking about how he put on like black makeup. Oh, and, yeah, like, that's uh, right. Like Make like a green <laughs> god or something. Ugh. Okay, this one is so odd and a small tangent. So, this is pretty interesting. Um, this is a Instagram caption from an actress a, a notable actress who was a supporting role in this movie um, the fil- the photo for your reference is her in the costume uh, okay. a still from the movie and she's referencing it um, uh, in, in, uh, in, 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 in in retrospect <clears throat> here I am as Miss Kitty the movie would have been incredible at least the underworld part if the men at 20th Century Fox quote unquote the suits hadn't fired the director a true artist. A profoundly stupid move. The director went on to direct Coraline and already made a classic like James and the Giant Peach. The set design, costumes, prosthetics, actors, all at master level. At least in the underworld part. What hashtag Fox Studios turned this film into because of their fear and lack of artistic thinking was a travesty. They truly robbed us, the audience, of a possible classic. Also, fun fact, the weenies at Fox... (laughs) Changed the name to Downtown because they were scared of African Americans would be upset by a sec- psychedelic underground acid trip of a world with a cat for a waitress. Uh I wonder how many African American women directors they've hired in ratio to white male directors. That is what Fox should have should have been, should be concerned with. Hashtag Fox Studios, hashtag an army of thought, hashtag think different, hashtag be better. <laughs> What the ass? There was a movie where there was a cat waitress. Did, are you sure we watched this? I don't know, monkey bone. It was monkey it was. <laughs> You've got it. It's monkey bone. I was just trying to think of it. I don't even remember there was a cat waitress in that. That is from Rose McGowan's Instagram, uh, commenting back oh, on yeah, the film. Oh yeah, God, I forgot she was in that. It's a fucking wander fest because it starts off with her being here. Here I am, Miss Kitty, and at the end being like, Yeah, the Fox News is, is scared of African American." It's a, it's a walk, it's a walk, and I had to include as much of it as I could. Oh, yeah, she oh, was Pokes. a cat. God, I don't remember this movie at all. It was really <laughs> bad, is what I remember. <laughs> Okay. Well, (laughs) that's what I prepared for you. You, you, you did incredibly well. I believe, uh, well, I believe you got all of them. Yeah. Um, But I mean, I I... I think, had you not left in basketball player and puppeteer, I wouldn't have gotten the first. Uh, Fair, fair, fair. But you got Howard the Duck quick and, uh, and, and you read Nicholas Cage from, from space. Yeah. I I didn't know what movie it was, but I could tell by the, like the dialogue that only one man would be weird (sighs) enough to say that in a conversation. It's probably the only time in your life that just saying monkey bone with a shrug leads to success. <laughs> I never never has anyone ever said monkey bone and got the reaction I got. Joy and happiness. Well, Pogue's movies are a complicated business um and uh, some people have some complicated thoughts on how how those things went, but I appreciate the honesty that comes from people in in hindsight. <laughs> that uh... <laughs> i do i do love too that somebody was like monkey bone could have been a great movie also why aren't there more black directors <laughs> yeah that's all one paragraph text under a picture of her dress who was originally supposed to direct monkey who directed Coraline? uh it, it's it's a, a director whose name uh is very familiar um i'm spacing on it right now uh but he he yeah he did like a bunch of incredible henry stuff uh, henry Selick. Yeah, he's responsible for uh Coraline, James the Giant Peach, Nightmare uh for Christmas. And for Christmas. So I mean, he had uh uh wow, yeah, like he, had, all... he had quite a litany All, like animated film or like stop motion films. stop motion films? Yeah, he worked on that little nightmares um show He He's still of the game. listed as the director of Monkey Bone, but I guess they replaced him. There was some back and forth I think at some point during there. I don't know all the specifics, but I'll, I'll yeah. DM Rose and and get the get yeah, the Yeah, yeah, if you could if you, you could episode. find out for me. <laughs> Well, Post, we got a new movie, and you've got a, another win at one of my games. Yeah, what a win, guys. What a win. Hashtag think different.